have Scott Rogowski on the show this evening. Uh, you may know him as the Quiz Daddy or the Quiz Daddy Emeritus. Uh, rose to fame uh, overnight almost as the host of HQ Trivia, the super popular live trivia app game. Uh, and then since then has hosted some numerous uh, TV shows around sports, was featured in 2019 and tops Allen and Genter. And now we've got him on the show tonight to talk about collecting cards, trivia, their intersection, and a great announcement about what's next. So with no further ado, welcome Scott Rogowski. Can Thank we you call so you Scott? You can call me Scott. You can also call me the proud o owner, a new owner of an Andre Risen rookie card. Bad Moon Risen. Just picked us up today. Part Bad of a, Moon Risen. Part of a so, match lot. Yeah, so before we get into any of the pomp and circumstances, Scott, tell us about what you're doing literally this second, what just started five minutes before. Literally the show. Second, I, I, I know this is rude of me. I mean, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Big fans. I met you guys at the National, and uh, that was such a thrill. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm on a buying spree for reasons I can get into in a minute here. And I recently, as in 10 minutes ago, just got back home from an hour and a half stuck in traffic in Jersey, navigating the floodwaters to get home here from my parents' house where I'm temporarily stationed <laughs> and uh i picked up this lot of boxes of wax some signed baseballs you know i got and this is really what i was after some of these old old boxes of wax because this, nice. this this is my bread bread and butter right now but some signed baseballs and then this guy gives me another box here and, and there's a loose cards and it's 89 score football which you know it's uh, like the hottest modern football set going these days prices i don't know if you have been watching prices on the 89 score football are insane Yep. for complete sets for boxes and there's just a ton of loose cards here i'm looking for the berries i got some steve young's montana here we go i got some rod woodson rookie so i'm just sorting here chris carter Derek thomas boom back to back <laughs> oh nice <laughs> barry's got to be in here somewhere the 89 set by the way i don't know if you guys talk like vintage cards that often i know it's all about showcasing the new stuff that comes out but it's about collecting it's, our it's about collecting i think the 89 football draft class, rookie class, whatever, because it's not necessarily the draft class that year, but it's the rookies, an 89 score, 89 pro set. There are 17 Hall of Famers, rookie card, Hall of Famers, in like the 89 pro set series two, going down to Jimmy Johnson for head coach, now in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, even Bruce Matthews, the lower end guy, Randall McDaniel, Dermonte Dawson, of course, wow. the highlights, Barry That's Sanders, Deion Sanders. But there are it, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable the, the wealth of, of, of Hall of Fame rookies. And that's what I'm into. So yeah, this is an exciting moment for me, not just being on the show, but for having these cards in my hand. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Here's a funny story because you were the answer to a question as I was doing a Ginter box break a couple of years ago. And um, this is my you know, pre HQ trivia days, obviously, because I was like, who is Scott Rogowski? And Ivan had to explain it to me. And so I installed the app, got hooked like millions of other people and now come full circle all this time later. And now we have like, you know, like I could call you up and say, Hey, what's going on, Scott? You could, I probably won't take the call, but, but <laughs> straight to voicemail. Rob, is this the car you're talking? You, you, yes, you, that you, is the car. You pulled me in the Ginter break back in 2018? Yes. There it is right there. And by the way, <laughs> I was trying to like, you know, I was like, you know what? I, I love breaking boxes now. Let me go get a box of 2018 Ginter. Of course, I got one when it came out. They're going for $500 because guess who's in there? Mr. Otani. Oh, and um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I can't even get my hands on an affordable box of my own cards now, thanks to uh, Mr. 40 Plus Home Run. So. Wow. 
that's a great yeah. story. So you have had a lot going on since HQ, but your passion and your love of all things collecting is going to be providing you some new income in a brand new way. And that's really why we brought you here was to talk about what's next for Scott Rogowski. And it sounds like a mashup. A lot of our viewers are going to love. Yeah. Well, this, this is, this is big. And really this is the first time I'm, I'm announcing this. Uh, I got permission from the company, from the PR people Their The release is going out next week, but I said, I want to come on the show uh, tonight to announce it because uh, yeah, starting next Thursday, there's a reason we're doing this tonight, not next <laughs> Thursday, but next Thursday at 7 PM Eastern. So I made sure not to interfere with. Oh, I'm sure. I'm G sure that's what you're that was it. I said. I said. They said. Can we do it at nine o'clock? I said. Absolutely not. GTS Live is at nine. We have to do it at seven. Give ourselves some time there. We're going to be basically your lead-in for GTS Live. But at, at seven p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Pacific, I'm going live on an app called Network N T W R K. I downloaded it today. Download it. Yeah, it's free to download. Apple, Google, no vowels, of course. You got to be hip and cool. No vowels. N T W R K. And it's a brand new show. It's an original show they're putting out, hosted by me, produced by me, and, and really conceived. It's called Wild Cards, not to be, be confused with Wild Card, the brand Wild Cards. That's an important S there. Um, yeah, Wild Cards with Scott Rogowski. And what it is, it's really is a first of its kind, live, interactive sports card show that celebrates cards, but it's also a live shopping show. It's a shop attainment experience because I'm going to be doing live That's break. That's the word. Wait, stop right there. Yep. Shop. Say that word again. Shop attainment. Shop attainment. Okay. Shopping, entertainment. Boom. Portmanteau. A new word is born. A star and perhaps a star is born. With, with the show. <laughs> um, but uh, no, really, it's, 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 I'm super excited because, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's been a show like this where it's, it is a, a, a live shopping show built around cards vintage cards, new stuff. Uh, we're doing live breaks. We're selling. Well, you're Don West in the digital age. That's is that basically honestly, the deal. It, it's exactly what I want to be. Frankly, I think my true calling is to be the, the millennial Don West, the next Don West. And, um, you know, he's still out there by the way, he's still doing his he thing. Is. I never met him. Have you guys met Don West? I haven't yeah. met him person to person, but he was on my former radio show. Wow. Yeah. I, and he I, was I, awesome. Yeah. He's cars. We got all 19 factory sets, gem mint 10s. I mean, the guy's a legend, the voice alone. And it's so funny when I watched the old clips because he had his partner there. He blows his partner out of the water. I don't even know his name. Right. I, I can't keep up. I mean, he's like fumbling to try to get, and Don West just comes blustering in. We're throwing an 87 Fleer, 1987 tops. 89 traded. You know, he just throws it. Got a blue light special coming in now. Oh was my Jim, wasn't it Ken Golden? Was Ken Golden came like, later in okay. Don West's career, I think, right? Because I was going to say, because they teamed up for a number of years yes. on that too. Scoreboard, yes. yeah, the Paul Golden and, and this whole Golden scoreboard thing with that. There was definitely some kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, frankly, I look back at this, I'm like, how the hell was he getting those prices? Because, you know, back in 1996, he's selling this stuff for, I don't know, you know, basically it breaks down to like, Ten dollars a set or something. I mean, I cost. Yeah, what's the margin on it? You can't get an eighty-seven top set for ten bucks these days. I mean, that's like I don't know. I, I don't know how he did it. I'd like to find out. But well, it, was, uh, it was all in the repack. So I guess that's really my question for you, Scott, the, on the shop attainment. What kind of value? You mentioned that you're on a shopping spree right now. What kind of value are you going to bring to the viewers? 
Well, so here, here's here's where it comes down to. And and again, the reason why it's kind of first, but it's kind of it's even it, more innovative than what Don West was doing, although all respect is due to Don. Um, I'm theming each show around a historical or topical event in sports, an anniversary, a birthday. So I'll just run you through the, the schedule. And again, it starts next Thursday, September 9th, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific on the network app. It's free to download. It's not just about selling the packs and talking about packs. Special guests are involved. We have an ask out to one of, uh, uh, well, I should announce what the theme is. Because How long are episodes? We're probably going to be you know, aiming for about an hour, hour and a half, depending on, on how long it takes to go through these breaks. I mean, we, we have limited amounts of, of packs that we're breaking on the show, and then we're also shipping packs. So there's ripped and shipped options, different cool. pricing tiers. Um, but we're theming out around you know, next week, next Thursday, NFL opening night. You guys are going up against that. Good luck. But we're, <laughs> we're starting a little earlier before the game, and it's, it's the Bucks and Cowboys. It's Tom Brady. It's Gronkowski, right? Reigning champs, Champa Bay. So we're doing Brady rookie card chases, Gronkowski rookie card chases, and Belichick rookie card chases because you can't talk about those two without without That's mentioning absolutely. Both. So I'm absolutely. doing packs. So it's basically three packs of 2000. You know, we got our Skybox Dominion, our Impact, our Fleer Tradition. Three packs of Tops 2010 Tops, Tops Magic 2010 Score, and packs of. Pro set 91 and pro line. I was just going to say, that's the best part about this series that I'm hearing is yes, you're chasing the big, the big guns, but you're also throwing 1991 pro set in there, which is what I, you know, really cut my teeth on in the hobby as a young kid. Of course. And, and don't sleep on that set again, you know, that Belichick rookie and PSA 10, $800 card right now. And by the way, I think that's undervalued because you're talking about Brady being the goat. I mean, Belichick is the goat of coaches and absolutely a coaching rookie card. He's only got two of them. In the pro line and the pro set. So we're chasing both of those. I think that's a great investment personally. Uh, but anyway, you know, this is not just about the investment and the value. It's really about what I'm trying to do with this is create some fun content around it. Uh, you know, it, it's we're celebrating the start of the season, Brady and Gronk, Belichick. And so that's, you know, that's September 9th, September 14th, our next show. We're going Tuesdays and Thursdays, every Tuesday and Thursday from here to eternity, hopefully. Um, awesome. What happened on September 14th, 1990? Do you guys know? 1990 the baseball related uh, uh, uh anniversary. strike couldn't be ken no. griffey's call up though it was, it was a ken griffey related it was the day the only day and the first time it ever happened probably the only time it'll ever happen father son father son, father, son. back to back senior. hits you got it rob back to back home runs home runs off of kirk mccaskill and uh so we're doing griffey rookie chases and we're doing Giveaways and trivia, by the way, this Ken Griffey Jr. Senior dual signed baseball will be given away on that show if you can answer some trivia questions about father and son. Is McCaskill still, still alive? How awesome would it be to get his signature on a ball like that? You know what? I have not only is he still alive, he's actually coaching high school baseball in San Diego. I texted him, got his phone number. <laughs> He did not reply. I don't know how oh. he's I will be following up shortly. But Harold Reynolds did reply to my text, and he will be joining the show uh, if, if it all works out. He, of course, was on the team with uh, Junior and Senior and was was actually the first run in on that first home run. He was he scored the first run of the game. So that's uh, that's exciting to have you know special guests who can talk to these events as we break the cards, as we show the clips, and talk about the history and, and, and really celebrate oh, the players like that involved. So fun to watch, Scott. I can tell like you're a kid in a candy store right now, just excited and passionate about the project. Tell me 
there's a lot of logistics involved because I saw the itinerary. I mean, you could read for like probably three minutes, all the shows, you know, from that you have laid out from here to eternity in that press release. And the content is brilliant. So how did you go these and then the shopping part to it? How, How long did it take to put this together so that you could go live when you're ready to go live next week? Well, to be honest, it's still coming together. I mean, this is a process that's going to be, you know, we're, we're, yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, I'm behind the eight ball a little bit, but, you know, at least for this first show, the product has been secured, got the boxes, that's important. And, you, you know, we're trying to get this in, in quantity, which is the hard part because we want to be able to, you know, get, get as much of it out there to sure. people who want it, you know. Um, I'm hoping uh, there's a good audience. I mean, network, you know, I, I just want to say something about network, by the way, because there's a reason I'm, I'm working with these guys. They've been around since October 2018, so about three years already. And in fact, they were inspired. The, the, the founder of Network was inspired by HQ, inspired by what I was doing. He actually put, he told me he put my photos in the deck, the investor deck to, to get fundraising for the company. They were, <laughs> they were looking at HQ as a model. So it's kind of amazing that it's all come full circle that the company that I helped inspire, I'm now working with them and, and hopefully taking this just uh, to, to, to the next levels. But um they have a, an amazing community already built in, an infrastructure. Now, they don't have sports cards. This is their first real sports card entry or even sports. Um, you know, They do sneakers and, and designer artwork and limited edition collectibles. It's all about when it comes to live shopping like this. And China, by the way, is the, they're, they're leading the world. There's like $130 billion industry live shopping. Everybody's on their phone watching live stream shopping in China. Hasn't quite caught on here yet, but I think it is more and more happening thanks to Instagram Live, you know, and Facebook Live and some other apps coming on board here. But Network's been around probably longer than any of them. They have a very large social media presence. They have a lot of celebrity investors and partners, and they they do a lot of influencer branding. And so I, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, the whole idea of like the streetwear drop, the, the hype right. beats, that, that, right. that's really what they do. The hype beast kind of dropping method. So we're going to be dropping these packs. You can't pre-buy them. You got to be live in the show to get them. And, the, and they're limited. So we're going to be doing like only 20 of these Brady three packs, right? So, nice. so 20 people will get to get their half their packs ripped live on the show. The rest of you, you can, you can have them shipped home, but we're doing limited drops for the live breaks. And uh, it's just going to be, you know, we're trying to bring that excitement to it. And um, I'm hoping that there is, we're going to find that there's sports card lovers out there. And I, look, I, I know that this show specifically is very focused on the industry and the hobby. And you've got real, you know, real, real card heads watching GTS live. I'm hoping that this this show could reach sports fans in general, maybe people who don't collect cards or, or, right. or just getting into it or getting back into it and, and really reaching a, a wider audience to kind of lift all boats because obviously the more people who get into the industry and the hobby, the better it is for everyone here. Absolutely. More people will be tuning into this show that watch your show. There if you, you go. Can get, if, you, if you can hook them, we'll keep them. How about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I thought was really interesting is that you've been able to, you know, take something that you love personally and marry, mirror it into what will hopefully be something that'll be financially viable. What's it take to, you know, step out on that ledge and take that risk? What made the timing yeah. right? I mean, look, you know, it's, it's it, it, the, the financial, I'm going to say it's, it's really more about, you know, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to have some fun with, with frankly, the things I love the most, which are cards. And, you know, I, I mean, it's funny. Um, Everything else in my career, you know, HQ and 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 all these talk shows I've done, and other shows I've hosted. I mean, I never really got a chance to 
be sort of public with my love of cards. In fact, I kind of call myself a closeted collector because <laughs> it wasn't, it really wasn't popular. It was sort of nerdy, a little embarrassing to admit, but I mean, I'm telling you since 19, my first pack of 89 tops baseball, I've been hooked on cards, you know, kindergarten graduation box of that 90 pro set, you know, every, every, <laughs> every bonus, every graduation cards, 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 all I spent my money on. It's all I wanted. And my walls were covered with, I had 98 Bowman, Ryan Anderson, Ryan Miner, uh, Gil Mesh, you know, wallpaper to your <laughs> paper. I, I would blow them up, like, and put them on my wall. I was like, I created my own posters out of this stuff. I mean, I used to go nice. to minor league games when, and and try to be a bat boy and like get Vernon Wells autograph in St. Catharines and uh, Pat Burl and Jimmy Rollins in Reading, Pennsylvania. You know, I, I was obsessed with cards and autographs. So it, it's been such a part of my life. And then when I got older, I sort of had to put put the drapes over it. But now. You know, the fact that the hobby is getting hot again, it's getting popular. And the fact that I had this career that's enabling me to, you know, work with a company like Network, because if I didn't have HQ, who the hell is this guy? He likes wants to do a card show. You know, so I have the, the pedigree <laughs> and the credentials. And it's just kind of this perfect storm, perfect timing. Um, you know, I don't think this is <laughs> I don't know if I will become the next Don West. And this becomes my career. I'm selling cards for the next 30 years. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, that, that, that won't be the worst thing in the world, but it's certainly something that I, I want to try and I want to see if it'll catch on, see if there is an audience for it. Frankly, that's kind of the biggest X factor. It's can, can there, can we get an audience to tune into network that, that likes these cards? Will we create a new audience from the existing network base? And uh, you know, will will PR like this interviews like this, will we just generate some buzz and get people excited for 1989 Bowman? Because I want to bust this box, man. I want to well, find those content. Tricky. Content is king, and you no one knows that better than you. So, if you do that right, I think the the audience will come for the content, and then they'll stay for the you know shopping experience part of yeah. it. Because breakers, it, this is like if breakers were shop entertainment 1.0, you're like the 2.0 version, and and growing this whole aspect of being able to leverage a wider audience. So, hey, more power to you, and I. I, I think this is going to stick, my man. Uh, to your your lips to uh, uh, fanatics ears or whoever I should be. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this real quick. Um, so uh, you you talked about these fun guys. I mean, I remember trying to hit Pat Burrell in, in packs back in the day. Yeah. Who do you collect? So I, I get asked that a lot. And really, you know, it's 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 a, almost a silly answer at this point, but there's, there's really just one guy that's my PC from when I was a kid till even now, although there aren't as many cards being made because he's been retired for so many years. Nomar Garcia Para, Nomar! I have, uh, I have about 330 Nomar cards. I got signed photos and balls and even a giant popcorn thing with his face on. I mean, I collected everything Nomar. Only Boston um, or even after he moved to Chicago? You know, I mean, it's kind of sad. LA? LA. LA, Oakland, even right. I mean, but it's uh, uh, it, it, it is sort of you know, yeah. I've got a few of his Cubs and 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 Dodgers cards, but it was man, that was such a bummer. In fact, because <laughs> like, look, I grew up in New York. It's not like I was even a Red Sox fan per se. Um, although I do happen to just love. Um, I should take that back. I kind of am a Red Sox fan. It, it's my it's my American League team. I mean, Mets are my National League. But uh, but when it comes to you know the AL, I can't be a Yankees fan. The the, the Red Sox, I just love like the Bobby Doerr era Red Sox. You know the Dom DiMaggio, of course Ted Williams, but like you know the, 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 the yeah, I mean the Bill Mambo Cat, like old school 
uh, uh, Jimmy Fox. I love Jimmy Fox. Like just old school Red Sox. And just, just being a history buff and the fan of the game, like I just love that era of baseball and the history that Boston baseball has. And then, you know, all of a sudden this guy Nomar comes on the scene and I fell in love with him. I mean, he kind of looked like me, I thought. You know, he kind of looked a little <laughs> face, a little misshapen, maybe nose too big for his face, ears sticking out too far beyond the hat. And it was really an inspiration for me. Um, I've always wanted to marry a professional soccer player. So, you know, that's part of it. Too. <laughs> but, um, but I don't know. Something about Nomar just, just clicked with me. And uh, I, got, I went to Fenway. I got his autograph there. And, and yeah, I've been collecting. But then when he, when he got traded, that was – so in 2004, in, in, in February, I was up in New Hampshire working for a presidential uh, uh, campaign, uh, you know, a primary campaign. And John – I wasn't working for Kerry, but Kerry was up there. And I saw him in a diner. You know, he all the all the candidates were in the diners and everything. He comes into a diner. I happen to be eating there. He's shaking hands, going around. He and he goes, "Hey, how you doing?" I say, "Listen, John, I don't care what you do. If you get into office, whatever you do, I've one. There's one thing you need to do. You got to keep Nomar in Boston." And he goes, "Ah, uh, okay, okay." And of course, he couldn't do that. He couldn't even win the president. What a bump. But 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 when he got traded, it was so sad because they won the World Series that year, and, they, and he didn't get to be a part of it. It was just such a I, bad time. Very weird. Very mm -hmm. weird that he didn't get it to be a part of. It. I know. I guess he still well, got a ring, but but yeah. I was just gonna. I'm commiserating right now in in feelings because my favorite player just got traded. Who was my rebirth of collecting? I jumped into Chris Bryant literally the day he got drafted. Not wow. like once he got up and had accolades. Nope. You were so, in yeah. on him early, early, Ivan. Yeah. So I, I feel your pain there. The nice thing is in LA now you can actually bump into Nomar uh, pretty regularly at Dodgers games. So hopefully yeah, that's true. I haven't had, a chance. but by the way, Chris Bryant, it's almost the reverse because he could win a ring with the giants this year. I mean, <laughs> depending on their, on their yeah. So which is, which is more painful. They trade away your favorite player and then win the ring or they trade away the favorite player and then the favorite player wins the ring with a new, new mistress. Well, are you a Cubs fan too? Or oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was like diehard okay. Cubs That's my whole life. At least he got you a ring, dude. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And by the way, I don't know if you saw on, on, on the, on the release there, but October 14th, it's the Bartman game anniversary. And this has been honestly of all the shows. Cause I, I'm going through the days in history and the birthdays and everything. I mean, we're doing a show October 5th. It's the anniversary of Tiger Woods is, wedding to Elon. And of course, nice. we're going to do a 2001 upper deck break, try to find a tiger rookie on the anniversary of the wedding. Maybe that's in bad taste, but October 14th, <laughs> the, Bart the Bartman game anniversary. It's like one of the, it's, it's the biggest thing that happened that day in sports. And I couldn't figure out what else to do. So this one's still a work in progress, but I think we might do a Moises Alou rookie chase. Why not find a Moises Alou rookie? Okay. And also maybe, um, Who was maybe a Bartman. That What's that? Who was pitching that night for the Cubs? Was that was, was that a Zambrano or a, was it a Wood? Oh yeah, well, Kerry Wood. A, a chase for the pitcher would be cool. That I, I, I was thinking about, like you know, is it the pitcher? I mean, Alou is such a big part of that of that whole event, and uh, you know, the Marlins won it, of course. So I don't really, I don't know, we want to do like a Marlins thing, but but the Bartman. I was thinking maybe, what about like yeah, a, a Simpsons? What about Simpsons cards? Like a Bart <laughs> Bartman card. You know, there the Skybox made Simpsons cards in the early 90s. I can get some boxes of those. We can find a Bartman, uh, do the Bartman card. I don't nice. know. <laughs> I got to figure that one out a little more. I got to think on that a little bit more. If anybody has any ideas, the Bartman uh, anniversary. Oh, I I can't wait. I'm reading this is going to be Dusty, awesome. Dusty Next, Baker, Ivan Rodriguez. Next Thursday. Next on Thursday. On Network, what is the name of the show? 
show is called Wild Cards. We're gonna Wild be putting cards out cards with an S. With an S. Uh, kind of went back and forth. It was gonna be action packs is another idea, but they're both too close to there's action packed and right. wild card, but I think the S is, is a key differentiator. And there is no, you know, I, I was able to get the Instagram page watch wild card. So you can follow the new Instagram at watch wild cards. We'll be posting some promos and clips there. And again, it's not just maybe you don't want to buy the cards. There's trivia, there are giveaways. We're giving away Brady slab rookie cards next week. Some Belichick rookies, of course, Gronkowski and Brady cards. So there's there's giveaways, there's shopping, there's I, I like to call it part talk show, part breaking show, and part treasure hunt because you know that's that's really what it's all about. Does Wild Cards have a homepage on the app as of now? Is I don't believe so. And I, I'm still okay. trying to figure out how, like if there's a link that goes directly to the wild card. It might just be. You know, the, the the day of the show on next Thursday, you open the app and it'll be there on the homepage. So uh, okay. nice. there might be ways to bookmark it or something ahead of time. But I think we're still setting it up in the app. Is there a way to follow wild cards socially anywhere? Yeah. So I just I just created the Instagram today. Watch Ooh. wild cards. There it is. I think you might be the first follower there, Ivan. <laughs> Second, Justin, Justin Gibrick beat me to it. Oh, Justin. OK, I just I just texted him about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See, <laughs> See yeah. that's but, what we're here for. We got to get all this information out to the masses as quickly as possible. So at watch wild cards we're talking to some partners in the hobby um gts included full disclaimer here about um you know coming on as partners on the show and 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 nothing's really finalized yet but it'll be great to have you know an exclusive grading partner an exclusive marketplace partner so we're talking to some other uh companies that i'm sure you're you're very familiar with and friendly <laughs> with and um i'm hoping we can announce that soon too but this is all happening pretty quickly of course the holiday is messing things up a little bit but we wanted to do the first show for the first night of the football season with the Brady and Greg, it was too good to pass up. So we're sacrificing some of the admin and the housekeeping in order to kind of get the show out there for next week. Ah, that's good. Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you watch them first, then us with football on the big screen. Exactly. What's a, Is there a better Thursday night in the history of Thursday nights? I don't think so. I don't think so. The real oh sports, gosh. the cards. Is this heaven? It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm pumped, guys. I'm so pumped. I, 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 I assume this is coming through the genuine love for it. You know, so many people have gotten on the bandwagon of cards in the last few years as it's gotten popular, but you can't you can't levy that against me. I am true, dyed in the wool. Uh, well, that's what I get to. And, and lover. And, and honestly, I'm not even like a, you know, I've never submitted a card to PSA. I'm not, I'm not like a real investor type either. I truly just love this stuff. I've got it in binder. I have a hundred thousand cards alphabetized in my basement alphabetized. Why? Because, <laughs> because really for me, it's, it's for me, the first step is getting the card. The second step is getting the card signed. I'm a, I'm okay. a, I'm an autograph hound wow. TPM in person, but that's all sort of fallen off in recent years. But, but I have 5,000 signed cards in another that's box. Awesome. That's awesome. also alphabetized. I'm a bit OCD if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, most collectors are to at least yeah. some degree. I yeah. mean, I am. Um, cool. Well, let, let's do this. Since this was your first appearance, let's definitely not say it's your last. I know Thursdays are going to be busy for you, but please know you have an open door invitation anytime. Okay, Scott? I, yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks, guys. I love what you're doing here, and uh, I appreciate the time. And, and, and yeah, this is fun. I'm, ex I'm excited to announce it here, and uh, hopefully the GTS community will, will follow the show and, and give us some love. And you, you're the first to know, so be the first to join the show. Awesome. We will for sure.
Alrighty. Thanks so much. Right. Scott Rogowski's lady and gentlemen. So wild cards next week. Awesome. Yeah. How fun on, was that on network? So I literally was able to download it during the, it took two seconds. Yeah. I but set my network. wallet up and everything already. I'm good. I am totally good to go. Yeah. There's, there's no vowels in T W R K yep. no vowels network. Super, super easy. Next Thursday. Well, hey, Rob, the first thing we're going to have to start the show off with next Thursday is our recap of the debut episode. So no pressure, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And uh, again, I mean, someone of uh, Scott's background and pedigree could have chosen any platform to announce that. And uh, I'm very thankful that he, that he chose GoGTS Live. Very cool. Thank you, Scott. All right. Uh, we've got a lot more show going on. So to kind of rewind to where we normally would start, we've got the go GTS live Q of the week poll, uh, coming up, which is really simple. It's really simple. Who will win the major league baseball national league MVP award? Um, from what I can tell, it's definitely the tightest of the races. Maybe we'll do an AL MVP award as well sometime down the road, but your choices are Fernando Tatis Jr., Freddie Freeman, Max Muncie, Bryce Harper. Um, Ivan, I did not vote in the poll. Uh, I've been so busy all day. <laughs> I'm, I didn't even have time to post it. Thank you, James, for taking care of it. Um, I don't want to be one of those people that just goes with Tatis as the popular choice. I've heard a lot that Bryce Harper is very deserving, but people just don't like him. Well, well can you address I would, that? I can't address whether or not they like Bryce Harper. I've personally felt he was underrated in the hobby for a long time, but I don't think there's any getting around Fernando Tatis Jr. And that's not just because I got incredibly lucky and put my own money on him at the beginning of the season. <laughs> it's not just that I'm rooting for it. Um, it's that I honestly think that he's, he's just got the chance, you know, they're uh, actually a good friend of mine, uh, Dan, let me get his, so full credit here, Dan R. Nelson of Bama squad breaks. He posted an incredible stat uh, a few days ago, which was basically since they started counting home run to pop up ratio, one like which player has the highest home run to pop up to fly ball ratio. And I just guessed Tatis and he said, yep. And it's staggering by how much. So I don't know the long ball can't beat it. It's incredible. Right. I'm, I'm voting that way along with okay. the, uh, that's the chalk vote right now. That is the chalk vote. All right. That said, if you disagree, you probably have more baseball fundamentals than me to disagree with that on go to twitter.com slash go GTS live. It's the very top tweet. Go ahead and follow us and mark that. If you haven't followed us yet, it's really important. This is not just for us to get follows here. This is because guess what? We've got five incredible box breaks tonight. Six technically, because we're breaking one product twice. <laughs> we are giving away all of the hits from those box breaks. How do we do that? Well, we give them away to Twitter followers because we have a, a program that randomizes it. Long story long, you got to follow us on Twitter to win the prizes. So this is your warm up. Go vote on the poll and make sure you're following us while you're there. And later on in the show, you'll have a chance to win big. Uh, yeah, what he said. 
You do what he said, you'll be good. Oh, to they're go. already arguing in the freaking chat. If they don't make the playoffs, they don't, I don't care if they make the playoffs. <laughs> Best player <laughs> and valuable to his team. Deal with it. Yeah. And get off, about get off oh, Ivan's lawn while stats. you're at it. All right. Um, in addition to um, the poll question, we'll have hobby happenings in just a second. Several box breaks. Uh, we're going to have a special video with Emily Kless from Tops. We'll take a look at a new docudrama on YouTube about the hobby. Uh, a mix-up in, no, I should say, a shake-up in Hot in the Shop. And who knows what other surprises await. But for now, we're going to dive right in to a ton of news going on in the hobby. Uh, news notes and nuggets from around the web in the subject or in the segment we like to call hobby happenings. So this week, sports collectors daily provided a kind of a status update from PSA, which said to be grading over 20,000 cards per day as it continues to work through the massive backlog of trading cards submitted to the company for grading and authentication. Gemrate.com's number crunching. You familiar with this site, Ivan? Number crunching nearly shows nearly 230,900 basketball cards graded over the last 30 days, with gaming cards second at almost 130,000, baseball third at about 129,000, and a big fall off where football coming in fourth at, at 78,605. So for this month, PSA has graded 520,000 plus cards. Its most productive month was in June, which was 778,933 cards were examined. So overall, the company is on pace to grade 7.8 million cards in a 12-month period, but has been essentially down for all but the highest service level submissions since last March. PSA is continuing to hire personnel and plans to open a grading operation in New Jersey at some point in the near future. We're also going to have some more information about PSA later in this very segment. There's some further uh, fallout from the Fanatics deal for Tops, as Yahoo Sports reported that the credit rating of trading card company Tops has been pushed deeper into junk bond territory. Credit ratings agency Moody's Investor Service downgraded Tops one notch to B2, about midway on its scale of non-investment grade debt. The company also has a negative outlook from Moody's uh, as the, per, quote, the prospective loss of the company's flagship baseball license agreements will significantly and negatively affect revenue and earnings, end quote. Moody's also cited the canceled merger with Mudrick uh, to SPAC with its planned debt refinancing as adding to Topps Risk, who has a $200 million loan payback due October of 2022. Whew, big money. So I saw this on Twitter and wanted to talk about it just a little bit. Um, at Zoe underscore pants said, eBay user Mike's 7002 keeps reselling the same 2015 Hoops Silver Kobe card. I wanted it at auction on 8-8. He immediately canceled the sale and resold it again tonight. When I inquired, this was his response. Quote, hey man, if winning bidders can continue to just decide to not pay constantly after winning auctions, then I should be able to decide not to sell it for way under market price. 
It's not fair that fake buyers can keep costing me buyers and money. So what do you think, Ivan? I think this is very interesting. And I don't know if we want to go there, but I think, I think I'm willing to throw my hat in the ring. What side of the argument do you agree with here? Uh, it's, it's against the, it's against the terms of service. <laughs> there's, there's no side, there's no agreements. It's against the terms of service to cancel winning bids. You agree to sell. There's no, uh, there's no, it, it's a false equivalency and it's what about Wait a minute. Say, How is it a false equivalency? If someone's not going to pay for something they bought, that is an equal equivalency to someone who is not going to sell something that they sold. But to say somebody else broke these rules so I don't have to stick to them, that's a false equivalency. I will give you that. So you're saying that it just, it, it starts and ends there because of the terms of service, basically. Yeah, yeah there's, okay. there's literally no argument to it. The only thing dumber I've read all week was uh, Javier Baez thumbs downing people after doing well, wait a minute, wait good. a minute, really? I mean, can you seriously <laughs> at least not understand the poor guy's sentiment? This sounds like someone who has had numerous people buy something and then not pay. That's hap- that happened to me with the same card in back-to-back auctions I ran. So, so I can definitely understand. That's what I'm saying. That said, if you run an auction, it doesn't mean that you get to break the rules. Just because other people have doesn't mean you get to. There's, there's no, there's literally no justification for that. Someone else scammed me, so it's okay to it's, scam someone really else. No, there's no simple, justification for that. Yeah, it's, it's that simple. I love that. So see, there really is no side. There's only one side, the side that's right. I, it's going to be interesting to see how that sentiment plays out in the hobby in general as all these changes are happening. I mean, notice they even use the language that I should be able to. Okay. But you can't, you're not, but you're you not can't. able to, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're not cool. playing shoulds. We're playing. I signed up for this service. Don't get so me started kinda, on I, friends and family versus goods and it, service. It was just like a little hot take. <sighs> you got it. You got it from me. You got that hot take. You got me all hot and bothered. Now Scott got me all relaxed and happy. And now I'm hot and bothered, <laughs> but it does get better. Don't worry. Uh, in this next story, Sports Collectors Daily reports that dozens of jerseys and helmets used by the Chicago White Sox and New York Yankees in the historic first annual Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa, are now up for bids, and it's all for a great cause. Yes, MLB Auctions is offering them as a charity fundraiser. In all, 59 jerseys are part of the auction, some worn for only part of the game. The top item as of now is for a Yankees road jersey donned by Aaron Judge, which currently carries a high bid of more than $8,000. The auction will run through September 5th, and it will benefit, get this, they're not even going some big giant thing, the Dubuque Cancer Center in Iowa. So again, feel-good game. You couldn't not enjoy watching it, no matter who you were rooting for, and a feel-good story on the output from all that you know, sports and mem- sports memorabilia. We see these ridiculous prices. Well, that's really cool that they're taking this t- chance to do something good for a city in the middle of Iowa. I love it. Nice. 
Another note from SC Daily, the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York is showcasing part of card-collecting pioneer Jefferson Burdick's baseball card collection in a special exhibit that features over 100 cards produced between the 1880s and the 1950s. 50s. Collectively, they illustrate the history of baseball from the dead ball era at the turn of the 19th century through the golden age and modern age of the sport. Produced using various types of media from photography to lithography, the cards feature legends of the game as well as lesser known players, owners, and teams that have contributed to the history of the game. The exhibition runs through November 22nd. Of course, we've got auction news tonight. From the recent golden auction sale, we have a new record for LeBron James 2003-2004 Upper Deck Exquisite Rookie Patch Autograph. This card, graded BGS9, sold for just over $2 million. However, that wasn't the only card of James to set a record. It wasn't alone. This 2020-2021 Prism Gold, which is numbered to just 10 and graded in a PSA 8, sold for over $99,000, which is a record for any 2021 Prism card. Aside from LeBron, several other cards set records of their own, including a new record for the most expensive Formula One trading card with this sale of a 2020 Topps Chrome Red Refractor, that's out of just five, Lewis Hamilton autograph for $59,040. We also saw a 2013-14 Prism Giannis Antetokounmpo Gold Parallel in a PSA 9 sold for $270,600, which is a record for the grade on that card. And then a 2019-20 Topps Finest UEFA Champions League Erling Holland saw the gavel drop at $210,330, the most paid for any finest soccer card ever. <laughs> But, Rob, you may be seeing all that and saying, wait, what about baseball? Don't people collect that anymore? Well, there was also this treasure, a 2013 BBM card of Shohei Otani that sold for $36,900, which is an all-time record for any BBM card and an all-time record for any 2013 Shohei Otani card. Pretty interesting that we have soccer, F1, and Japanese baseball cards all in the same breath as basketball. What does that say about the health and scope of the hobby? It's far and wide and good. Indeed. Um, Ivan, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't we hit a gold prism LeBron in like, I want to say like our first season or something like that. It sounds familiar. I don't know. Well, do you remember have to check the tape on that? Yeah, we will have to check the tape. Uh, in fractional news, Collectible received a $2 million buyout offer for the Wilt Chamberlain 1959-60 rookie home full uniform that the company IPO'd back on May 5th of this year for $1.275 million. However, 82% of shareholders voted to reject the offer, which would have represented a 49.40% return over the IPO price of $10 per share. Be interesting to see what shareholders eventually do accept for this item. Simone Biles, arguably the greatest gymnast of all time, will release her first non-fungible token collection on Tuesday via autograph 
the NFT platform co-founded by legendary quarterback Tom Brady and in partnership with DraftKings. There will be over 10,000 NFTs available for purchase at a starting point of $12. The NFTs will be sold on Autograph.io and DraftKings Marketplace. A second wave of limited edition tokens, including digitally signed NFTs, will drop later in the week. Biles will also join Autograph's advisory board, which already includes fellow star athletes such as Naomi Osaka, Tony Hawk, Derek Jeter, and Tiger Woods. In the best hobby article Rob read this week's segment, um, I'm going to have to say is definitely the one written by Forbes contributor Nick Duente, who had a, a feature article on Forbes this week about the success of Onyx Authenticated amidst no league licensing deals and the company's plans to grow in the newly found NIL space. Be sure to check it out for yourself in full on Forbes.com. A couple of quick notes we saw from Sports Collectors Daily. The vintage pack breaks market just became even more robust with the debut of wax pack breakers out of Canada. The company has accumulated an inventory that includes graded sports card packs from the 1950s to the current era in sports, as well as numerous non-sports issues. Owners Michael Yablonski and Ted Zalagi say they will be breaking numerous rarely seen hockey packs from decades ago, including Opeachy, Parkhurst, and Tops. Breaks will happen on their website, YouTube, and Facebook. Spots are sold in each pack point at uh, various price points, of course. So if you've always been curious about vintage packs, pack breaks, give them a watch. And if you're a hockey fan, you won't want to miss them. Uh, a quick caveat to that. I was on the website. Uh, also, if you are a non-sport fan, particularly vintage, holy cow, I'm working on a 66 Don Ross uh, Green Hornet set, and they're actually doing a, um, a pack break of it, um, and I might actually get in on I don't know. They've got a lot of cool stuff going on over there. Check it out. Was the Green Hornet ever cool, though? Oh, Green really Hornet was always cool, man. Really cool. And PWCC's market research price tool had been a handy source to look up sales of trading cards on eBay with data all the way back to 2004. However, that information was free as long as you signed up for an account. Now that tool has become a casualty of eBay's recent breakup with PWCC and is no longer available. Users can still track PWCC sales data, but the site-wide eBay search link is gone. There was an interesting article this week on CNN Business titled, eBay looks to cash in on trading cards boom. The article discusses the new collection tools we told you about last week and some of the sales data we've discussed. But it was this statement that caught our eye. Quote, the sports, card, the sports trading card market alone is worth more than $5 billion, according to various industry group estimates. End quote eBay's director of collectibles and trading cards said gross merchandise volume topped the 1 billion mark in the first quarter alone and the number of buyers on the platform doubled. She added the gross merchandise value of trading cards sold on eBay last year surged 142% from a year <laughs> earlier. 
Nicole Colombo went on to say the company is dipping its toe into digital cards and NFTs and that the business is growing fast, but that it is too soon to share concrete numbers. And she believes that fans of athletes and pop culture phenomena aren't ready to go all virtual, saying eBay is the home for all collectibles, but we believe we will see strength in physical cardboard cards. Some interesting stuff there. Yeah, most definitely. Well, Sports Collectors Digest reports that just two weeks after being banned from eBay over accusations of shill bidding, PWCC Marketplace still has more than $250 million worth of sports cards in its vault and is launching its new fixed price marketplace where customers can buy and sell cards. eBay announced on August 18th that it restricted PWCC, its largest seller of sports cards, over accusations that PWCC associates had engaged in shill bidding or making fake bids to artificially inflate prices. PWCC, which was later removed from eBay, denied the allegations and threatened legal actions against the company. PWCC is now moving all of its sales to its own platform. The new marketplace is available on the company's website and will be available in the PWCC app later this month. Beginning Wednesday, collectors with cards in PWCC's vault will be able to list their cards for sale on the new platform. Our goal has always been to provide liquidity for trading card collectors and investors, said Jesse Craig, Director of Business Development for the Marketplace. He continued, we launched the premier auction on our website in May and now have added one of our most popular listing channels, the fixed price marketplace, to create another way to buy and sell with PWCC. The company says it has more than 50,000 cards in its vault for a total of more than $250 million. All registered PWCC users will be able to buy those cards through the new fixed price marketplace. They can also create watch lists, allowing them to be notified if a particular card comes for sale. Collectible app announced some pretty big news with the in-app introduction of T plus one settlement, which is now live. This is another big step towards increasing liquidity and activity on the secondary market once trading of fractional shares becomes available for a specific asset. New trades executed on Collectible will settle in just one day, down from two days. Have fun. Panini America announced that they have signed U.S. soccer superstar Christian Pulisic to a long-term exclusive for autographs and memorabilia. The extension of the two parties' previous agreement gives Panini exclusive rights to autograph trading cards and memorabilia of Pulisic through the next two World Cups. Congrats to Panini HQ. And to collectors who get those Pulisic cards. <laughs> As first reported by Bloomberg, Slam Corp, the blank check company established by Alex Rodriguez, will no longer merge with the Panini Group. Slam Corp, as anticipated, ended talks of a merger after Panini failed to renew two licensing deals with the NBA and NFL. Panini had been reportedly weighing a potential sale until Slam, Co uh, Slam Corp offered to merge in July. Now, the family-owned Italian brand known for its FIFA World Cup stickers will look elsewhere. An article in Front Office Sports put it like this, saying, quote, Despite the merger with Slam Corp dissolving, not all hope is lost for Panini. The company generated more than $1 billion in sales in 2018 and reached an agreement with the UFC in January to become the mixed martial arts promotion's official trading card partner. And as us in the know already know, Panini also has licensing deals with FIFA, 
Disney Collegiate Licensing Company, the English Premier League, USA Baseball, and Epic Games. Those Fortnite cards have been popping off. Yeah, they have. Um, they might be a little down. Don't call them out. In a recent statement, COPC President Julia Getch provided an update to the progress COPC has made in clearing months of backlogs, as well as detailing some plans to improve customer service. I encourage all of you to read her post in full on their blog, especially if you're a COPC customer of any type. But here are some bullets. The company's cleared the entire backlog of customer service tickets and are ready to roll out some new improvements. The customer service team is now equipped to provide same-day responses as well as offer real-time support through live chat service. Apparently, um, turnaround time had been a real issue, and this is how they're going to address it. Next up, CompC will be investing in quality improvement efforts to deliver the best-in-class customer experience. So for the remainder of the year, for the focus will be on launching a quality assurance program in the customer service department, as well as specialized account management services and delivering real-time support, as mentioned above. Additionally, the company will engage customers through surveys, feedback programs, and focus groups, and... Honestly, if you recently either have requested a shipment or submitted an order for listing, you will have noticed dramatically, and I mean dramatically, quicker turnaround times for both services. They've increased their card specialist by 40%, and while I don't know what that means in terms of the actual number of people hired, I can tell you as an example that my submission at the national which was done at the standard 12 to 16 week service level has already been processed in full. And that wasn't even five weeks ago. So keep up the great work, Compsy. I know it's a big job, but. I can vouch as well. Mine has been uh, half, half fulfilled. <laughs> and I think I, I you know, but to still, be honest, it's faster than the 12 to 16 weeks that, uh, yeah, problems, exactly. Sure. I mean, so. it was just five weeks ago. I mean, yeah. to be honest, I think there's nine cards left, but for when you submit 300, it's oh, that's thing. you, Shill. You are, you're out. You are out. I'm teasing. Why? What did I do? Oh, okay. There's still nine cards to be processed. Yes, I lied. <laughs> I mean, look, so those are some small numbers on our end, some big numbers on Com C's end. You want some huge numbers, Rob? Yes. How about $100 billion? $100 billion. It sounds devious. <laughs> well, our numbers are a little off once again, but a CNBC article this week states that according to Verified Market Research, that's capital, that's the name of the company, Verified Market Research, the sports trading card business is projected to reach $98.7 billion annually by 2027. 98.7. That's about a hundred billion dollars. Um, I'm going to be having a confidential look most likely at this report. Um, and so I'm, I'm very excited uh, to get a look at that. Oh, that's just bragging. <laughs> well, you know me, I will be sharing, get some, I will be sharing you... some nuggets along <laughs> the way that I know I will be able to share. Um, 
So we started out this segment with a look at some metrics coming out of PSA. I told you we'd be circling it back. Uh, Rich Miller at Sports Collectors Daily took it a step further, actually, with some more enlightening details. Let's break it down. PSA graded over 660,000 trading cards in August alone and more than 2 million in the last three months as the company continued to work through that record-breaking backlog. Now, while that number is down a bit from what was processed in June and July, it's still far ahead of the pace the company was at last spring, according to data from gemrate.com. So in June, PSA's data indicated that nearly 780,000 cards were authenticated and grading, graded. The totals hovered between 500 and 600 in March, April, and May. So PSA has hired, you know, as we've talked about, additional staff, implemented new technology throughout the year. Well, check this out. The company's workforce has roughly doubled since the start of 2020. I mean, that's incredible. The bulk of submissions graded in August were once again basketball cards with over 240,000 in all, followed by baseball, 140,000 plus. Really interestingly to me, um, even as close as we're getting to the hockey season, only 5,738 hockey cards were added to the population report. Also, as just another little nugget, on the final day of August, over 35,000 cards were graded. And according to Gemrate, which calculates data from PSA's reports, the company had graded more than 3.8 million cards since March and is currently on pace to grade about 8.6 million in a 12-month span. Most of the ongoing backlog is from value or bulk orders submitted last year. PSA reports that 84.2% of the backlog are from those lower cost submissions. So PSA saw record-breaking 7.5 million cards submitted in 2020 and over 3 million more in just the first three months of 2021 before putting a halt to all but the highest levels of service in that effort to catch up. I read this almost verbatim from a brilliant study and article that rich miller did and just wanted to thank him uh for the time and effort that he pulls puts into this data because collectors want to know it i know there's people out there that appreciate hearing this so thanks rich hey rob what yeah. is one of your three favorite places to attend the national well chicago and cleveland for sure Okay, so that's two of your three favorite places. Uh, Well, then you'll like this news. I'm sure a lot of our viewers will like this news, too. In the news this week, we found out that a new management team is set to take over operations at the IX Center in Cleveland with plans specifically on reopening it for events. Awesome. If you missed out, it, it, it went out of business last year, shut down. No one knew. Would it be bulldozed to make a farm? Who knows? Well, now we know it is going to be reopening for events. So we may not have seen the last National Sports Collectors Convention in Cleveland after all. In fact, the National has already reached out to the management team at the new IX Center to discuss future Cleveland opportunities. So it's not over till it's over. Just a little caveat to that as well. You know, news to Cleveland that didn't necessarily make it nationally. There was an interim plan for the IX Center one company was going to purchase it and fill it. And they said literally fill it with hand sanitizer, wow. not in liquid form, you know, like cases bottled, but mm-hmm. 
Can you imagine? I mean, that place is ginormous. <laughs> How much could this hand sanitizer could you fit in a building like that? You'd but be I'm shocked sh- right now, Rob. Uh, sorry, that we can talk about that after hobby happenings. But I, I know some stuff about those logistics companies that are that are doing that kind of stuff right now. It's crazy. So yeah, yeah no, I'd much rather have the opportunity to do brakes on a Ferris wheel again. Um, anyway. So Upper Deck wants to know if you've added the exclusive AEW trading card of CM Punk to your collection yet. If not, you have until September 3rd. That's tomorrow at 8.59 a.m. They didn't specify which time. Is that PST because Upper Deck's in? But see, I wouldn't chance it. Yeah, I don't, don't chance it. Yeah, just <laughs> assume it's Eastern time. But that's uh, hit it up on upperdeckepack.com. But what's even better is Upper Deck says that the physical cards are going to be ready to ship in approximately six to eight weeks. I already got mine, Ivan. So that's cool. And finally, uh, on a bit more humbling note, the industry side of the hobby family lost a really, really good man. Uh, very unexpectedly this past week. Um, ben Eklar was a key member of Panini America's product development team at the director level and is honestly responsible for some of the most uh, celebrated trading cards of the last 20 years, uh, including uh, Ivan, all the prospects that you love in Elite Extra Edition. He was the master gatekeeper of that checklist. However, um, Ben was really way more than his job. Uh, He was a loving, devoted man of faith and family that leaves behind a wife and heartbreaking six children. He was just 53 years old. Um, Please join us in, you know, praying for Ben's family and the Panini America family as well. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Uh, Hate to end it on a sad note like that. I know it's hard to then swing it back to conversation, but, um, Ben is certainly deserving of that recognition. I wasn't going to have it any other way. So I know that was a little bit awkward, but, uh, it's the right thing to do for Ben, his family and our partners at Panini for certain. In fact, actually, uh, I believe it was Tracy Hackler who penned a great blog about Ben and his contributions on the night's Lance. Yeah. So do check that out. Um, you know, we're here. We talk on the, the show about new stuff in the hobby, but we love hobby history also. I mean, we're going to rip some historic products today. So, you know, know about the people that create the cards, know about the people behind them. Um, you know, Ben was a good guy. So, you know, Rob, something that I noticed that hobby happenings, mm-hmm. one, it was about 30 minutes still. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling David, I said, we almost need a whole second show just for the news one night a week. Yeah. With a weatherman too. We need a weatherman. (laughs) Um, but this was for the first time in a long time, not one single video clip. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So we'll have to see what's, what's in the video news. Did you get to watch the HBO segment last week, Rob, the real sports with Bryant Gumbel on collecting? I have not yet. I'm going to track that down. Did you? Yeah, I did. It was Was very watching. Oh, good? for sure. Okay, um, cool. it, it, it profiles three different types of uh, collector in the modern era, I would say. Okay. Because um, they're all worth millions. Thank you. Right. <laughs> if, you know, me and my $600 of cards over here. Um, it's more but, than my 
$25 worth of cards over there. That's because all your stuff is already uploaded at ComC. (laughs) And I'm very lucky to have a few PC cards I can afford to keep that are in that range. That said, um, it, one of them is a, a high school aged, uh, maybe freshman in college kid who's worth $2 million because of sports cards. Another of whom is a multi, multi, multi millionaire who has 20 million of cards in a vault in a bank in Beverly Hills. So it's very interesting how it spans the gamut. It also features um, Nate from Grand Slam Trading Cards uh, okay. in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Yep. So it talks about him and what his business has encountered. So yeah, definitely I saw him in the teaser getting on the private airplane with half a million dollars in cash heading to the yeah. national. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to chase that down. Well, um, you guys want to check out some Tops product? I got a slew of it here. It's not, not that one in front of the camera, of is it? That's Pearson's. Oh, no, that's my that's my bit of honeys, man. <laughs> um, You're gonna get in trouble. Remember, Tops does candy too. Um, so we have a variety of Tops products this evening, including. Um, our first product is going to be Tops Chrome Star Wars Galaxy, followed by Pro Debut, followed by Tops Chrome Baseball. Uh, nope, I got that backwards. After Chrome Star Wars Galaxy, we're going to take a second look at U.S. Olympic, mm-hmm. and then we'll do the two baseballs. Um, but what's interesting is I did highlights. We have highlights of the other three boxes. This is the only tops box. I was going to do highlights of them all actually. And that's why this doesn't have the, uh, wrap on it. But when I opened the first pack of tops, Chrome star Wars galaxy, I said, there is no way I'm going to be able to pick out the highlights without looking at all the cards. I'm, I'm sorry, Ivan, the that's artwork fine. is just too stunning. on me. That's great. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, so I put these back in the pack and said, all right, sorry, Ivan, we're, we're going to open every pack. Cause remember it's actually top star Wars, Chrome, Chrome galaxy, galaxy trading galaxy. cards. Yeah. Awesome. Now there is an autographed card per box. So you will be able to pick out the actual hit. Um, but there's also four, uh, sorry, 18 refractor parallels in every box. So basically one per pack. Okay. So A keep an eye out for a little harder to find unless I get my light angle just right. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Thank you for telling me that. Now I know, too. This was the refractor. And look yeah. how awesome that is of Darth Maul. So the question Beautiful. that I'll have is, is that a regular refractor or are there – and I – you know, it's – I'm it more of a general refractor. question. Like, well, let's get ripping and find some colored parallel refractors, too, because, like – with the artwork, I'm curious what the colored parallel refractors are going to look like. You know what I mean? I hear you. Right. And it looks like, is this just follow? Oh, no, I guess it is it all all the trilogies? So this First is six refractor. is all I've seen so far. Well, that just had old Jedi. Old Jedi guy. Luke Skywalker. What, the I see the Mandalorian has autographs in here. Yeah, see, it's got every Skywalker. Oh, yeah, the old one. That's the yeah. refractor. Well, does it have every Skywalker? It did. That was him from Last Jedi. Well. Oh, no. As my, as my only Stop. people fan here. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Skywalker true. Skywalker does appear in episode three. I know we're baby Luke right now. Well, the card is oh, missing okay. Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Well, that's this dark. Correct. Uh, yes. Look at uh, the sand. Pe- look, this card is just awesome. Yeah. See why? See why I wanted to look at it. I didn't mm-hmm. want to just. This stuff is good. This is really. I wasn't expect. I thought, oh, we're just gonna get stills, uh, you know, and again, and no artwork. Love it. Hmm. That's a good one. This is the refractor. So even even the animated shows. Oh sure, yeah. Look at that. Oh, that's great. And I believe that's the singer from the '90s re-edit. Yeah. The long, the long snow with the lips. Special edition. Yep. Special edition. The special edition. There you go. And these are just cool. That was my first time seeing Star Wars. Was a special edition in the theater. No way. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that explains some of why you're accepting That's a pretty cool looking refractor, isn't it? Whoa, hold that there for yeah, a second. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Some good light on that. There we go. Wow. That is just... Oh, and then look at... That's sweet, too, yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> I, I didn't know if, you were, if the camera was going to be able to pick up Obi-Wan in the background there, but it really did perfectly. That's really cool. so much fun i and i don't you know you guys have been around long enough to know i don't say that about every star wars product i'm not that type of star wars guy but you know i've been seeing other people and it looks really good so i was excited when i saw it on the list tonight hey admiral thrawn even goes into the uh yeah the the animation right at Yoda. That is cool. <laughs> Posters. Oh, French poster. Yeah, neat. Yeah. Super neat. And this is such classic artwork. I mean, right off the box, right? The box card. Gotta give that away. And then, yeah, look how, yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's like a sketch card array. It's beautiful. But no numbering on any of these refractors yet? No. So here's our auto. Duchess Santine Kreis. Anna Graves. Uh, and this looks like from animation. I'm not as familiar yeah. with that line of things. That's just the regular card of that. How many packs are in this box, by the way? 18. 18 packs per box. That's Boba Fett. It's a great rip. Ooh, love that card. Samuel.
correct. Uh, here we go. Here's number to 150. Nice. Ooh, Grievous. Hold on. Uh, like Atomic almost. That's cool. Where is my Twitch button? I'm going to give that away with the auto to Ivan. Oh, who can forget that scene? Oh, uh, propaganda posters, right? Cool. Wonder how big the beast is. We're seeing we're seeing some uh, some duplicates. I wonder if you can put a base set together from a box. So it's a hundred cards in the base set. Now eighteen times times four, four is nope. not a hundred, but you can get pretty close. So you got to buy two cool refractor right there. Let me move it just a little. Yeah, man, is he an evil being? I like Ooh, the that's cool. horizontal. Yeah, when it's appropriate. You saw that earlier, but here Ooh. is the refractor version. That looks good. You have congratulations. You have received a Mandalorian Visions card. Hmm. So th this is special in some way. Artwork sure. from the Mandalorian season ne series, never before used in trading card products. Wow! So yeah, there cool. actually are a couple of inserts in this. So the global posters, which we saw, the vintage Ooh. Star Wars, which features some of the most popular Star Wars. That's a good one. Seventies and, and 80s. as you can see in that one, they used uh, Hayden Christensen, Anakin. Yep. Yep. Wonderful. No, terrible. Oh. <laughs> Why, James? Why? What's his name again? Just this. Poe Dameron. Is that Lando Norris? No, that's Pope? Oscar Isaac. Oh, it looked like. Uh, no, it looked like Carlos Sands. Ooh, this a refractor. This would. Ooh, be cool. that's a good one. But our refractor from this pack is in fact the one oh. you just like, James. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's a PC card for James. I'm going to search for the one send, of one. The super. Send it to him with a... I hope we're hearing James tonight. Oh, yeah. QGBs. I got it right. Okay. Cool. Oh, this is a quarter factor. Look at this. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> super fun. Two packs left. I feel like we got to have at least more than one numbered card, right? There has to be at least a second one. 150 is the lowest numbering. I like So maybe card. I'm wrong. It doesn't have any numbering, but I like it. Here's a refractor of that Ray card I liked earlier. That's cool. There's one for James. Oh, that's awesome. Although, it's a terrible <laughs> moment. <laughs> but it's looked the, great uh, art. The theater I was in burst into cheering when they killed Mace Windu. Ugh. The theater. 
Oh, and we got another great refractor with Darth. Love it. And we saw that card, but great way to close it out. Box card. Um, all right, so one winner, all three of these. Okay. One winner. Star Wars Galaxy. So if you want your chance to enter to win those hits from the Star Wars Galaxy product preview from Tops, go to twitter.com slash go GTS live and you will see a tweet up there that you just retweet to enter to win. You must be following us on Twitter and you must be watching when we draw winners at the end of the show in order to claim your prize. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. And that's just the first of, like I said, five boxes or five products, I should say, because we've got a double, double box of one product. We, we're going to close tonight's box break segment, guys, with something really special. And I'm going to add a little extra flavor to it that the, the boys don't know about. Um, all right. Ooh. This is our second look at 2020 U.S. Olympic and Paralympic team and hopefuls trading cards or otherwise known as Olympic trading cards. Uh, highlights only, please. Okay. Hold on one second. I can make that happen. So a bunch of base cards in there. Well, let's check out what we got. This was a special box. Lots of gold parallels of some pretty notable athletes. Gold parallels are not numbered. I miss the old format of the gold, silver, bronze foil. Hope they go back to that at some point. Uh, Next Olympics. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> this was speculating. The, the harder... Um, Parallels to get are the flag ones with the stars and stripes, I think they're called. I got two of those. And then uh, pretty cool Olympic Heroes uh, art inserts. I like this insert set. thought it was pretty tasteful. Rose Lavelle. Three-on-three three basketball, Robbie Hummel. All right, then let's see. We've got some insert sets, I believe. Oh, got my got my order. Double check. Yeah. More inserts uh, for Pride and Country. This is a horizontal set. Kind of cool. And then new to the hometowns. Yep. And then new to the games. So looking at all the new competitions. So three on three basketball, skateboarding, rock climbing, well, sport climbing. Softball's back. So we count it as new. Uh, and oops, slip those in there. Must not have sorted, finished sorting this pile. 
lot of inserts. I, and I really did like this one, just the basketball <laughs> and the games. So that was look at all the inserts and parallels. All right, next three hits in every box. We did pretty good for our hits. <laughs> Kathleen Baker, numbered to just 50 commemorative insignia relic oh. card, numbered to 50. Not bad. We got an actual memorabilia card from swimmer Matt Grievers, part of his swimming cap. Nice. And Any this numbering is, on that? Yes, 25. Ooh. And then I'm going to say it right now, guys. This next card was an absolute boom. It's the best box I've ever opened to this product. Alex Morgan, number Whoa. 25. What? No way. Wow. Whoa. The base, stars and stripes parallel. Only Holy one that didn't kneel. The only player I like on that team. Number to 25, Alex Morgan. That's an incredible hit. I was really impressed. I mean, all, I mean, think about it. Our commemorative relic card is numbered to 50. We did get a memorabilia card. They're actually pretty wet, rare. And that's why it's numbered to 25. And then to pull a, an autograph of one of the best female athletes in her profession, in her sport, in the world, numbered to just 25 best box I've ever opened to this product. That's awesome. I know a ton of people who would absolutely, absolutely kill to get that Alex Morgan card. So I'm actually going to top load that puppy right now. Three winners, Ivan. We'll give away each of those nice hits. All right. Um, give me just a second because I'm collecting uh, thoughts and prayers. No, I'm collecting. <laughs> I'm writing stuff. I'm writing stuff. So if you want to jump into the next product, uh, just a reminder, in just a minute, the tweet will be up at twitter.com slash go GTS live. But uh, don't don't let that hold up the, sh the show going on with all of the cool hits and inserts we have to show still. Um, what was her name? Kath Kathleen? Uh, Baker. And Matt Grievers. Yeah, I got those two. Did I tell you we pulled an Alex Morgan number to 25? Uh, yeah. Cool. Do you remember that time yeah. we did that? Yeah, I do, I do remember <laughs> that time we pulled a U.S. women's soccer superstar <laughs> autograph number to 25 of Alex Morgan. She had her rookie card sold for like $1,500 in a PSA 10 earlier this year, her upper deck rookie. All right, next up we have... 2021 tops pro debut. Now it's going to be interesting to see what happens to brands like Bowman and, and pro debut in the future. Um, we'll see highlights from this. There is a, uh, there's an insert where it's like, they're more than one a pack and I'm not going to go through them all. I just wanted to show everyone they're that retro design. I'm sorry. What it I'm not that person that knows every year of Topps design. Is that, what is that? 91? 
Ivan? Uh, looks like 91 from here, but I was over on Twitter. Trying. Yeah, tops. Yeah, this year's tops pro debut is number based on the 1991 tops design. Thankfully, okay. not 1990 because that so, would just be a. There's a boatload of them, and the thing that's interesting is that you know it shows the draft pick position. So, you know, I did get some top 10 picks, including Reed Detmers. Etc. But I got some more. I'll show you here. But I just there are a boatload of those. Uh, let's see. So I was I always I always open this product and go. I'm not going to know anybody. And I have to say, <laughs> thank th- thanks to Lance Fisher. Um, I usually do know more people than I thought. So here's Marco Luciano, Ronnie Mercurcio. Royce Lewis, C.J. Abrams, Glenn Allen Hill Jr., Adley Rutschman, Robert Pawson, who Lance got us on him early, uh, Yolbert Sanchez from my socks, Victor Mesa Jr., Jose Rodriguez for my socks. Don't worry. I got a Cubs guy coming for you too. Bobby <laughs> Witt Jr. It's okay. I'm happy. I'm happy with you getting all the Jared half the Kelman. Cubs prospects now are from, they're going to be on different teams than this. So Victor, Victor Mesa. Uh, here's one of those Cubbies. Ethan Hearn. Hunter Green. Alexander Vargas. Drew Waters and man, a name we've been hearing a lot about forever. Forrest Whitley Jr. No, not Jr. Just Forrest Whitley. So, like I said, I was surprised at how many names that I, I did know. They we found uh, what did I do here? Oh yeah, top picks in the draft on the '91 design. Here's my, Max Meyer, number three. Asa Lacy, number four. And Austin Martin, number five. Those were the highest ones I found. I did not find the first and second picks. Uh, I got a blue border parallel, number to 150 of Cubs pitching prospect Cole Franklin. And then if you see orange and tops, that usually means number to 25. Boom. Sure enough, Nick Gonzalez. Hey, number he's 25. Not at all. Hold on. No, not at all. Seventh, seventh draft pick to overall. Thank you. Got it. Yeah. Let's see here. It'll be interesting to see what the market does on these guys in a few months. Mm-hmm. You know, I was really bullish last year on the Bowman Heritage that came out after the year before was a bit of a dud, but I was bullish on it because it was based on the 1992 Bowman design, which I thought was much more user friendly and nostalgic and brought something to the brand. I feel the same with this year's Tops Pro debut. 1991 Tops is very user friendly, brings some fun nostalgia to collectors like me. I well, like hopefully it. the names drive it. Um, with That's the some good insight. What do you think about these designs? Which one do you like better? Do you like the heat or the power? I've always been a blue guy. I like power. I, I like, like the some- power too. I like the power one better too. Austin Hedrick, uh, Royce Lewis twins right james 
JJ Blade. And then I like this insert format um, called Major Scale on the horizontal. So that was Drew Waters. And it's basically just showing through his his journey. And it's numbered to just 99. So that's a really cool card. Shows him with the Florida Fire Frogs, Mississippi Braves, and the Gwinnett Stripers. Really well done use of multiple cards. And we found another one of those. I missed that that was numbered the first time. Uh, Another one of those, Nolan Gorman and Matt Manning. Okay. Let's see. These were my favorite inserts. Look at that. Pedro Martinez. Tom Glavin. I heard of him. (laughs) Andrew Jones. Heard of him. And remember when he was the biggest thing in baseball, dude? Ryan Howard. Mm hmm. So I wonder if that means that those guys have autographs in this if they made that little subset. Oh, for them man. Wouldn't that be cool? Well, I can tell you we didn't pull any of those guys. <sighs> Dang it. I was hoping that that would be a tease for you to say we did. Oh, uh, hey. Isaiah Green. Here's a kid I like. Yeah. 69th draft pick uh, in the Indians organization. Uh, beautiful signature on this kid. Ting Kentz. But three pitchers. Uh, Adam Seminaris. And then at least if we were going to get another, at least we got a green number to 99 Cade Cavelli. Hey. 20, 22nd draft pick. Yeah. Who I believe so, is in, in AAA already lighting it up. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to split this and um, the orange is going to go with that and the blue is going to go with this. So the Isaiah green and some other stuff. And then the Nick Gonzalez or I'm sorry, the Cade Cavelli and some other stuff. Gotcha. So two winners. Yes. The biggest autos. And then you're going to mix in some other fun prospect cards. Correct. Is that cool? I love it. I think it's great. All right. So I'm going to get that tweet up right now. Um, Again, give me just an extra second to do that, but, or don't give me, you can launch into the next product since we're doing another highlights here. Yep. Um, but remember, check in twitter.com slash live and retweet in order to enter to win our hits. All right. Next up, we have Topps Chrome 2021, two Chrome autographs per box. Lots of fun highlights in a shiny Chrome product. I gotta find a slightly different angle to do longer breaks. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So getting getting some a crick in your elbow. Yeah, get my back. Christian Pache. Pache is correct, right? That's how I've been pronouncing you. Haven't corrected me. It's not just well, a running joke on me. No, no, it's not. It's <laughs> it's not because uh, I've heard Pache and I've heard Pache, uh, so I don't know myself. Okay, okay. I don't watch enough Braves baseball to be able to know. If anybody wants to record themselves saying it properly and send it to, or just here's send a, us a highlight. Here's a much easier one, Joey Bart. Yeah. Do uh, Springfield in chat, Pache. Pache, Pache. Okay. Lead, uh, 
Lede Tavares, Ryan Mountcastle, Jazz Chisholm. Now, back up me up a minute. How can how can you have a rookie logo and an all rookie team trophy logo on the same card? Well, that's happened right. quite a few times. All right, um, and it's so I'm just happened. having a senior moment at this well, point. Well, it's it's not just a senior moment at this point, but it happened a lot more actually this year. I think Joey Bart might have had that too, because last year, remember, update didn't get any rookies in it. Uh, maybe not Joey Bart, but some someone did. Oh, Jordan Alvarez had that. Thank you. Thank so if a guy you. gets okay. called up just a little too late for a rookie card in 2020 or in the prior year, well, he's going to have a rookie card the next year. Okay. But he may have been called up early enough to make the all rookie team. All right. So I'm not totally ignorant. No. Jazz no. Chisholm. No. But it's been oh. asked a lot. In fact, I think last year with Jordan, I asked it even because I had never seen that. Tristan McKenzie. A lot of hype for him, right? Sicto Sanchez. And here's a real good look at your guy, Kiebert yeah. Ruiz, who we pulled uh, auto of last week. That's a real good looking card there, except that he's no longer with the Dodgers, but what are you going to do? Right. And then is this guy still with the Padres? Luis Camposano Camposano. Um, he is still with the Padres. Yep. Okay. All right. What have I got here? Uh, shiny. Here we go. Refractors. Tariq Skubal. Brandon Woodruff, Raphael Devers, Javi Baez, Will Smith, Marcel Azuna, vertical format for Ryan Yarbrough. Yes, sir. Well, the Javier Baez just reminded me of that story during Hobby Happenings. And uh, you, you can keep going through the cards, but I was just curious, like, did you, did you have an argument for the seller canceling that? Like, were you on that side at all? Or were you just trying to figure out how to articulate it? Um, I understand the sentiment having been burned on a couple of big things mm -hmm. and the timeliness of the event then wore off and I ended up selling it for so much less, you know, it just, it left such an awful taste in my mouth. No, not that I would justify it. It's, it's wrong because it's it, it it it's exactly as you said, Ivan. As much as I feel for the guy, there's it. You got to play by the rules, you know. Right is right. Um, do you remember what this particular refractor is called? They're not numbered. You uh, believe it's Prism refractor. P R I S M. Ooh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I almost got fired. I was like, uh, Paul Lesko, um, <laughs> Bobby Delvec rookie. So that was cool. And then speaking is Jordan. So that prism and then nicely done numbered to 75 blue. Is that a blue wave or brew prism? But it is numbered to just 75 and it's of Glaber Torres. It's definitely a wave. So it's funny how the impact on like they're both numbered to 75. Why are the base usually more than the waves? I don't know, but that said still a Yankee. Not bad. What do we got? 86 design. Yep. Kristen Yelich, Andres Jimenez, 
Jake Cronenworth, Alex Baum. So some really decent players in that insert set we hit yeah. there. And the Baum, I believe, should say rookie card on it, right? Yeah, it does for sure. The same with the uh, Cronenworth. Nice. And then some inserts. Uh, very, they all kind of have this feel to me of stadium clubbish. Here's some prismic power, Eloy Jimenez. This is, I just love this picture of Fernando Tatis. Bees ball with his country represented, the Dominican Republic. Same with Kettle Marte, Bees ball. Sean Murphy, future stars. Will Castro, future stars. And Trent Grisham. How much great young talent do the Padres have, man? Unbelievable. Well, not enough to make it to the playoffs, apparently, according to our chat, and making Fernando Tatis. <laughs> Tucker Davidson, rookie auto. And Jonathan Stiver, rookie auto. Both on card, both pitchers, both not numbered. But then we did find this card. Obviously, Ooh. a image variation, correct? Uh, well, not a, so not an image variation. It's black a, and white. Yeah, it's like a reverse um, negative or whatever. Josh Bell. Yeah, negative not refractor. Re uh, yeah, just a negative refractor, not negative refractor. Reverse would make it flipped. But so, so I'm gonna give cool. I'm gonna give all four of those cards to one winner. Gotcha. So one lucky winner getting all the hits. Not even hits. Just a. Uh, wait, what was the fourth card? Uh, the reverse. Yeah. But so it's really, what oh. was the first card? Glaber Torres. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yep. So all the numbered in parallels, but I'm putting that uh, Tatis up there on the post, anyways, because that's a beautiful looking card too. Um. So yeah. So go to Twitter.com slash go gts live give me just a second rob because this next product i do want to be fully present for so let me get this tweet out no problem i'm going to talk a little bit all right what are you going to talk about what i'm going to talk about um kevin hefner is the owner founder of historic autographs has a great team with them we had a fun opportunity to talk with him at the national about his latest uh, one of his latest products rather 1945, the end of World War II. Honestly, um, one of the most important years in modern history. Uh, the number of events that transpired out of that year absolutely set the stage of world events for the next, you know, 100 years. Uh, this product is available in three different SKUs. Um, they sold out of the hobby. Kevin um, kindly sent me two blasters to take a look at. Each blaster does have a hit. In addition to the blaster, there's a hobby version and a factory set. Um, if any of you are teachers out there and teach history, uh, man, I highly encourage you looking into this product. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the two blaster boxes that Kevin sent me. But as a special treat, and I'm not giving them away, I do want to show you the results of two hobby boxes that I bought because there's some aspects of the hobby configuration that are quite honestly some 
of the most unique um, things that I've seen in a trading card product in a while and mm -hmm. added to a, an incredibly unique experience. Okay. So without further ado, well, let's, uh, let's, let's this. start with that. I want to, I want to see that first as the teaser before we do the rip. Cause I'm reading about them right now and they look, they sound pretty cool. Those premium hits plus I don't want to. So you want to, you want to see, you want to see results of the hobby box first. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least tease, oh. tease the hits from that. Tease the special configuration stuff. Um, Cause that looks really cool. I'm reading about it on well, gogts.net. Well, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Okay. Yeah. The hits are incredible. I mean, there's everything from cut signatures of servicemen. Um, and when I say servicemen, these are typically uh, baseball players that also served in the war. Yeah. What's well, what I'm uh, saying. There's, show them to us. There, there are all sorts of stuff. We're going to pull some right here. Yeah. Right here, but, right here. but, but show us some hype and then, then we'll try to see what we can chase. You know, it's like showing the sell sheet and then. So I, I think because people are going to like this product, I think it's nice that he put out a lower price blaster version. Just knowing that not everybody's pockets are as deep and they look like these packs look like an ammo crate. It's cool. All right. Yeah, I'm checking them out right now. You can literally get them on DA card world. That's the first ad that pops up for 1995. So All right. the price you're used to paying for a blaster right away. One of the things I want to show you and I, man, I don't know if it's going to pick up on the camera at all. Each one of these, each base card is printed in two versions, allies and axis. And it's like this stamp watermark thing that you can only see at the right angle. And it's, it's hardly going to pick it up. But interestingly enough, now we there did are, catch glimpses of it. Yeah. And there are two types of parallels, um, not foil numbered, but numbered. This one's numbered to 199. All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. And the backs are just brilliantly written as well. Carousel on Broadway. USS Indianapolis sunk. Microwave oven patented. Who knew? That thing didn't even come out to the 70s. Crossing of the Siegfried line. Burt Shepard pitches. Henry Arnold going over five-star generals. Technology. Blast V2 launched. So you get a parallel per pack. Battle for Castle Itter. USS Illinois. The Glass Menagerie. Control of Okinawa. MLB World Series ticket. Ronald Reagan detailing his work in office. Ground Zero from the Enola Gay. Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart. And an NFL championship ticket. Very That's cool. cool. Yeah. And then you realize that so many people served Jimmy Stewart. 
Yeah, I'm curious to see your hits because I know I was very lucky to open a few packs of this at the National with Kevin Hefner. And I actually pulled a Jack Dorsey relic card. It was not an NFL player, but was a famous boxer. Very uh, cool. Yes, I'm going to show you the results of some of those promo packs we pulled as well. In fact, where is that? Here, here's a tease, Ivan. Remember those promo packs that we opened? Here's mm -hmm. what I got. I got a one-of-one one printing plate of the Battle of Okinawa. Always a cool relic to pull, or always a cool card. Battle of South Sea China parallel number 99. How about a dog tag, manufactured dog tag relic of General MacArthur? Very cool. I pulled an autograph of Art Bramhell. Service first signatures, but he was also a uh, ball player. And then Henry Kissinger, uniform relic. Now, one of the things I do want to point out to keep this product affordable the relic used to create this card comes from an authentic World War II era uniform or equipment. The item was not worn by the individual that appears on the front of the card. That would be really, really expensive. And then Johnny Pesky. So those are examples of some of the hits as Ivan was alluding to, that can be found. And we pulled those, uh, I pulled those in three or four of the promo packs that they were giving away at the National. I'll finish our packs from the blaster here. William Patrick. The Chinogi Massacre. Mussolini dies. The Rhineland Offensive, President of Egypt, Ahmad Mahar Pasha. Ah, there's one of those relic cards. George Patton relic card. Very nice. One lucky winner is going to walk away with that tonight, Ivan. Or I could keep it myself. No, we'll give it away. <laughs> That's not how it works, Rob. We got to put it in the in the kitty. All right. Um, Manila is liberated. Remember I told you two different types of parallels. You can see the different foiling on this side. It's also numbered differently. It's numbered to just 45, which is very cool. Given the theme and everything. Uh, the Kaijo incident. Battleship Yamamoto sunk. Byron Nelson wins the PGA. Milton Hershey dies. Battle of the South China Sea, Nagasaki, Duke Ellington, and the Yalta Conference. And the last pack from that first blaster. So you're already on a on a good way to building yourself the uh, the base set if you want. The King Cole Trio parallel, VJ Day victory in Japan. NBL Championship, Atomic Bomb, Arthur C. Clark, 
was interesting what I learned about Mr. Clark. Radar specialist in the Royal Air Force worked on communications for the RAF. He took the existing premise of geosynchronous satellites and proposed their use as telecommunications relays in an article published by Wireless Magazine in October of 1945. Hmm. Why do we care? This relay system is the foundation of our current satellite-based communication system. Never knew that. And he went on to do some other famous things, too. Yes. Um, Germany Divided, Betty Grable, and Paul Brown. But we have one more. So we'll give away that one patent relic to one person. Sometimes I get on the internet and I go on random rabbit holes like discovering things. We all do. That Arthur C. Clarke invented the satellite. (laughs) I had one recently completely unrelated, except for Britain is involved. Did you know that Fleetwood Mac was a successful band for almost a decade before bringing Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham in? Yes, I did. Isn't that a remarkable? Love it. How about this, Ivan, as a Cubs fan? Billy Goat. Hey, the Billy Goat got a That is the actual Billy Goat. And the whole story is on the back. It's brilliant. Who knew it was 1945 that that curse happened? I'd forgotten. Thankfully, Chris Bryant helped me forget the year of the curse. The Lapland War ends. Jimmy Fox retires. National Velvet with Mickey Rooney and a very young Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, William A. Campbell and the Tuskegee Airmen. King Cole Trio, United Nations formed. So I really, you know, yeah, of course it's the end of the war, but it just doesn't solely focus on that because so much happened. Arab League formed. Here's another one of those numbered to just 45 parallels about the Rhineland offensive. Number to 45. Russia enters the Pacific War. The Andrew sisters. Mussolini dies. Gruesome. We saw that. Auschwitz is liberated. Hitler dies. Perry Como. And Ebony Magazine first issue published. Who knew? I didn't. I do now. I really like what you mentioned about history teachers using this. I'd love to see a history teacher buy this for their class and and break some packs and then tell us about it. it. And what's even better, the factory set, too. Cost even, you know, is affordable that if you you didn't want to go down the PAX rabbit hole and wanted to comprehensively do the whole checklist, there is that option. And I think that's why he did it. Bing Crosby and yeah, but Happy the PAX, Chandler. I know, PAX, I know. PAX are fun, rap. right? Come on. We're already talking about teaching kids about 1945. Like, let's make it a little fun here. <laughs> Arthur, Patan. I love 
the old posters, save rubber, check your tires now. They've got more important places to go. Auto tires, rationing ends. And our relic card. Naval enlistment photo for John Coltrane. Enlisted in the Navy on August 6, 1945, the day the first U.S. atomic bomb was dropped on Japan. He was trained as an apprentice seaman at Samson Naval Training Station, upstate New York. Before he was shipped to Pearl Harbor and stationed in Manama Barracks, the largest posting of African-American servicemen in the world. By the time he got to Hawaii in late 1945, the Navy was downsizing, and he was discharged from the Navy as a seaman first class in August 1946. So we'll give that away. And we'll just to round out this cover, you flipped it over pretty oh. fast originally. So I just need the. Yep. Awesome. Thank you. And just to round out the blaster experience. And Frank dies. Uh, so needless. Jackie Robinson. Truman becomes president. Winston Churchill defeated. Chinese Civil War begins. Raid on Kamantuan. Salvador Dali. Cordell Hull, Nobel Prize winner. And the last pack. I like the how. There's an Axis version of both parallels like this as well, as well as Allies. Second annual All-Star football game. Battle of Berlin. Betty Lou Oliver. Milton Bradley. Milton Hershey. Hitler's last public speech. F U go balloon kills six. Spellbound, great movie. Ingrid Bergman, Gregory Peck, United States League. All right, so two winners, um, the Johnny Coltrane, John Coltrane, and General Patent. All right. The tweet is live. I just got it uh, typed up and live out there on twitter.com slash live. So make sure you go and retweet to enter to win. General uh, George Patton. Patton. What a weird guy. You've seen well, the movie, right? Oh, yeah. I love the vulgarity-ridden speeches. And I love the Simpsons take on that um, movie scene. Okay, so we got that. Now, what makes this product special at Hobby <clears throat> is every box, you get one of these. This is a... So first, some flavor text and history about the context of the how and why of 1945. And then check out the table of contents of this book. It's all detailed for you. The entire base set, pictured, numbered, and the card back written out. So you can go through all that. And then, so it has all that for the base set. But then it's got the entire... Negro League autograph cards checklist, including Don Newcomb, Connie Johnson, Jackie Robinson, 
Joe Black, Piper Davis, pilot autographs. Servicemen autographs. John F. Kennedy, Gerald Ford, Dwight. There are are 10 Dwight Eisenhower cut signature cards to go after. 10 Jimmy Doolittles, a Winston Churchill, um, Omar Bradley. Wait, so it actually lists how many of each subject there are? Yeah. Yeah. That's good detail. Yeah. Um, I can think of a few companies I wish that we'd get that on from. So like. Yeah, Franklin Delano Roosevelt has cut signatures in here. How many? Two. Ronald Reagan has two. George Patton has two. Chester Nimitz has one. Curtis LeMay has two. I mean, these are some of the biggest names in military history. And then you have service first autographs. The greatest generation faced challenges that most Americans today cannot fully understand many enlisted to serve their countries while others were drafted either way this subset features the men of major league baseball who served their country during world war ii odds one in 144 packs you know what the odds are of a cut signature from that list one in 44 packs wow (laughs) not bad odds for a cut signature yeah so that's uh, the checklist for that is entirely deep detailed. I mean, there's going to be some name, you know, a lot of names you don't know, but then there are plenty of names that you do know on here as well. Uh, let me find a couple. Uh, Luke Appling has eight cut signatures in here. Um, uh, Smokey Burgess has two. Yada, yada, yada. Lefty. Uh, uh, no, not. Gomez. Bobby Dorr has five. Larry Doby has five. Joe DiMaggio has three. Dom DiMaggio has one. I mean, and look at it. It's, it's super long. That checklist is one, two, three, four pages. Everybody detailed and the print runs. DNA hair relic cards. Hair relic cards of Dwight D. Eisenhower, JFK, London B. Johnson, and Richard Nixon. One in 900 packs. Art sketch cards. One in 610 packs. Look at some of those. Predominantly drawn by Crystal Herring and Ryan R.J. Dusky. Wow. And then... Dog tag cards, a 70-card subset features men, women, and popular animated characters as they would have looked in 1945. Those are 1 in 27 packs with parallels uh, to 45 in silver, 19 in magenta, and 1 in canary. And then the uniform cards, as we discussed, similar, 1 in 14 packs, but their parallels are silver to 99, magenta to 25, canary still a 1 of 1. That's also a 70 card, and then everyone is pictured. Yank Magazine coin cards. It was a, a very popular pinup magazine at the time. Uh, kind of tongue-in-cheek title there. And then, so there's various coin cards from the period. One in 97 packs. There's 10 dimes, no, excuse me, 10 quarters, 15 dimes, 20 nickels, and 25 pennies. 
super cool. And then how about these challenge coin cards? A lot of people are in the familiar with the military are familiar with channel um, coins. The 16 card subset features eight military subjects, four dominant military units, and four of the most dominant airplanes used during the war. One in 50 packs, 99 silver, 50 magenta, one canary. And then I didn't understand. I thought these were standard three by five stickers. No hobby boxes, one per box jumbo and check out how cool these are. See this, this didn't do it justice in the cell sheet. See, see that Ivan, this is what they actually look like. Well, that's what I've been waiting for this whole time. Holographic <laughs> jumbo box topper card. <laughs> you got the Tiger 131 tank. Is that a good that guy's cool? tank? No, the Tiger's a bad guy's tank. But the Sherman Firefly is a good guy's tank. Ooh, it is a bad guy tank. You gotta so how cool is that? that on fire. But it's a cool card. Oh, there we go. There's the Sherman. All right, so in addition then to the stickers, you have your box configurations and your detailings of everything. So... Like I said, that booklet, how cool is that booklet alone, Ivan? It's a, a really nice touch, a really neat touch um, for this product. Uh, if, you, if you ever take two seconds to talk to Kevin Hefner about history and about collecting, you'll understand his love and passion for it. And it really shows in the configuration of this product as well as the execution. So those were the parallels I pulled from one hobby box. Then I got a Jim McMahon um dog tag relic i got a mickey mcgowan navy cut signature i got a burgess meredith uniform relic and you want to talk about some serious heft to these probably four ounces i got a dwight eisenhower challenge coin how cool is that so that was the first hobby box Parallels from the second to number to 45. Uh, Gene Autry, dog tag relic. Tom Dowd, army cut signature. Very cool. And none other than Kirk Douglas, uniform relic. Oh, that's That's awesome. great. Yep. Yeah. So Hollywood royalty. I, really, I thought I did really good with my two boxes. At, I think I paid 85 bucks a piece for them. So I think there's some really good value at, at every single configuration of this product. Um, so, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed a, a look and understood, you know, why I wanted to show the hobby. But uh, here's what we're giving away from that product this evening. And that wraps up our box break segment for tonight. Thought that was pretty cool. Got to look at uh, several fun products and uh, really appreciate Kevin Hefner providing us an opportunity to share this really unique product uh, with you guys. Okay, um, let me catch my breath. We're going to update the poll. Ivan, could you do that? Yep. So remember, twitter.com slash live. It's also the place you go to enter to win all those hits that we have um, a little bit of movement. Fernando Tatis Jr. Snuck down before the poll ended by about 1% from where we were talking. He's at 48.8 now instead of the 49 
before. Uh, so just barely down 1% there to 48%. But Freddie Freeman and Bryce Harper in a pretty strong 20.8 to 21.6 uh, runner-up position there. So lots of love for those two, but Fernando Tatis at the top. Is it even worth doing that poll for the American League, or Shoei Otani have it wrapped up? Yeah, I think he's got it wrapped up. Uh, thank you, Ivan. Um, we're actually going to skip... It's getting late. We went we went a little bit longer with uh, Scotty and box breaks than I had uh, budgeted. So we're going to skip uh, the interview with Emily Kless and probably circle back on that next week. Also, a shakeup to how we're going to do Hot in the Shop. Um, and for anyone who's watched this show for any period length of time, we usually take a look at next week's new releases. The current changes uh on the product release calendar things are starting to get backed up at the manufacturing uh the printing facility i should say and so we're seeing a lot of movement and release changes so for at least the foreseeable future hot in the shop is going to be redone to look at this week's new releases because even when we go through this list there's four on here when we did it last week, which should have been an identical list, I think there was like seven or eight. So over, some right? fell yeah. off. And then one product that's on tonight wasn't even on at all last week. So that's how crazy things are. So to explain why we're making the move to current week's releases, um, that is why. So without further ado, we're going to kick off what's hot in the shop this week or at your favorite online retailer or group breaker with black football from Panini. This is an NFL brand. It's going to deliver a rookie autograph card plus an additional autograph card, a memorabilia card, a parallel and a base card in every box. Uh, this product is loaded with new and improved content you're going to find more rookies and more inserts than ever before. Uh, rookie patch autographs with oversized pieces of prime memorabilia signed in white ink. Uh, additional autographs might be capstone autographs or on card from league's top talent and spotlight signatures. Brand new. Check it out. Smoke show signatures. Brilliant design. And then autograph silhouette signatures. Here's that capstones with the four memorabilia pieces. Just great stuff. And you can also chase other on-card autographs and sets like midnight signatures, uh, smoke show signatures, spotlight signatures, shadow ink, and more. There are memorabilia cards in every box, one tune uh, per. A lot of colorful cards of top players in the NFL in sets like futuristic, rookie influx, jet black materials, and more. Build a 200-card base set with 100 rookies and look for three brand-new eye-popping short prints, White Knight, Regulators, and Force Field. This is the all-new black football in stores this week. I'm really excited to talk about this one. We have 2021 Topps Chrome MLS soccer cards, Major League Soccer soccer cards coming at you from Topps, highlighting the North American Soccer League, 
MLS. Each box delivers one Chrome autographed card, and this is the first time in several years that MLS has gotten the Topps Chrome treatment, complete with parallels, including refractors and insert content, and a loaded checklist. So we're seeing a lot of love for MLS now this year with young young stars like Caden Clark um, and uh, Paxton Aronson. It'll be really exciting to chase some of those, but also check out the uh, throwback design, the 1975-76 Tops Footballers inserts on that 75-76 design, as well as, of course, parallels. You can chase uh, things like the Aqua Refractor Parallel. There's also Orange Refractor Parallels, which are hobby only, so you know don't don't miss out on those hobby boxes. They've got Speckle Refractor Parallels as well that are also exclusive to them. And check out the future stars. Here, the future stars inserts are two per case. So future stars are actually highly rare in this product. So if you pull one of those, it's not like some other products where they've been one in every four or six packs. I know. That could be confusing for people. It could be, but it's a move I like. I like it, saying too. That with those a couple cards of their... are undervalued big time. Yeah, and yeah. they look really good. Like, they don't need to be one in every four packs. Make them scarce. Make I make them chaseable. I love it. So that's your sneak peek at 2021 Topps Chrome MLS soccer cards, which is in hobby shops now. And so we're going to go from the pitch back to the gridiron with 2021 Leaf Trinity football cards, which is going to give collectors five autos in every box. The hugely popular Trinity set features an incredible combination of signature cards, clear signature cards, and patch autograph cards. The trifecta of technology, if you will. This release features the most exciting young prospects in football, including 2021 NFL draft picks. Extremely limited production run featuring an incredible array of hot names from the draft. Trinity patch autos, Trinity signatures, Trinity clear signatures, you know, those beautiful acetate cards, and then Trinity dual autographs. For the first time, dual signed cards are part of 2021 Trinity football. Congrats, Brian. That's sweet. Watch for an incredible roster of offensive talent in Trinity football. Rob, I know we don't just buy to make money, but... It is worth noting just a few hours ago, I was looking up the most expensive leaf cards at auction right now. Okay. And a 2017 Patrick Mahomes from leaf Trinity <laughs> is currently over $3,000 at auction. So that's awesome. Don't sleep on leaf for relics, relic autos of those guys that uh, are going to have hot, hot careers, hopefully. And then rounding out what's hot in the shop right now, look for 2021 Break King Multi-Sport Premium Edition. Each box is going to deliver three cards, including at least two graded cards with a variety of modern premium cards of the game's best players, all cards from the player's rookie year. So it's all rookies in this Break King Multi-Sport Premium Edition. You see some of the some of the players represented doesn't matter what sport, hockey, basketball, baseball, golf, they're represented here. I see a Killian Mbappe SGC 10 tops Chrome from 2017. Uh, so soccer, baseball, lots of great modern rookie cards on display. So check that out from Break King Multisport Premium Edition. You know, that's going to do it for Hot in the Shop. 
Um, we got to put Ivan to work to pull some winners for tonight. In fact, it's unfortunate that Ivan has to work through this because I think he's really going to like this. Um, there's a new sports card docudrama on YouTube called Hobby Dons. I don't know if um, if you've seen this yet or not, but I've been very intrigued. Um, I thought it was really well done um, by Aaron Ricks, I believe the uh, director's name is. But here's a look at what is a kind of a fresh take on the hobby in this new era um, as this story looks at Hobby Dons. Check it out. We'll be back to announce the winners. Man, it's, it's so hard to get a grasp on this market because it just jumps around <clears throat> so much. Obviously, the fractional space now has changed the way cards are transacting, especially at super high end. So the, the Steph Curry... One of one logo man patch auto supposedly is at a valuation of 5.9 million now. Debatable. Say, today, today's a big day on that. I don't know, man. Like I keep saying the same thing. Like I saw it when I was when I was doing like financial advising. Like when that bigger money starts entering a space, it just the rules change. You know, so like you got now we have a bunch of billionaires kind of as like the lead spokespeople for the space. So I just feel like, you know, there's gonna be a lot of disruption and maybe a lot of interruption. So Maybe the rules are about to change. I never envisioned spending like the kind of money that we're talking about now. You know, like what we were saying, like four years ago, we did like what a 30K trout deal. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, I made like 4,500 bucks. I, I I thought I was king of the world. I'm like, man, if I could make like four or $5,000 a month, you know, or whatever doing this, I'm like, it, you know, it felt like all the money in the world. But I always knew, I'm like, man, like it felt like the pinnacle for cards for me would always be to try to acquire, you know, like the best. Jordan autograph, you know, mm -hmm. or multiple, you know, Jordan autographs if possible. So, you know, like I, I finally got this. I mean, like, you know, we talked about it and you're like, you're spending how much and you're doing what? And I mean, this deal took three weeks to put together. I mean, like it was pretty wild. The guy had it on eBay for like five years and he always had this crazy price tag on it, like a million five. And nobody, everybody was like, I want the card. I want the card. And it was raw. The cool thing about the super high end is that the only way to value some of this stuff is on a relative basis, right? Like I do the same thing. Like there's a lot of play in price because of that theory of relativity, right? Like there are no necessary market comps that you can say, well, it just sold for this. So it's worth this, right? There's play there. There's the discussion to be had. How do you value it? How do I value it? Right. Why? Why? You know, like I think the last one did, you know, north of 2 million in, you know, in like a really bad card market. So you can only imagine, you know, now that we've been talking about the Curry, at, you know, at five and change and the LeBron at five and change, you know, like I keep saying to myself, I'm like, well, if LeBron's best card is worth X, Jordan's best card has to be worth at least that number. <laughs> let, let me see the Pele, brother. I mean, PSA nine rookie. <laughs> you know how much I love this card, right? <laughs> I remember when you started telling me about, um, you know, that you were making the move to soccer. I mean, like, you're, I mean, you were like, I think this is like, this is the play. <clears throat> Probably the, the next big thing. It's Pele's most popular rookie card, most well-known rookie card. Part of the reason it's probably so valuable, so desirable, all of that is because at least it changes hands often enough that you can follow it, right? People are aware of it. This is not my favorite Pele card. My uh -oh. favorite Pele card uh -oh. is actually 
1958 Americana, which I like because, first of all, it was issued in Brazil, okay, his home country. He's got the uni on, too. And the crazy thing about Brazil soccer, and especially in the late 50s, they were stickers meant to be pasted into albums, right? They're on super thin paper, incredibly condition sensitive, and the vast majority of them ended up with glue on the back yep. into an album. So how many surviving copies are there? Because it's basically coming out of a third world country. And how many of them are not damaged? So this one is much rarer than Alifa Boulanger. PSA to date has graded exactly eight examples. Can I see that one a little closer? Only four of which are graded higher than a one. Look at this. So of the eight examples of the American, and I think that's actually a better photo. It's right? a younger Pele in his, in his uh, club you, kit. His, you got to be his, super psyched to own this. So this is actually the single highest graded example of the Americana. It's the world's most popular <clears throat> sport. By a wide margin. <laughs> like the, the people on Instagram that have the highest number of followers are all soccer players like Ronaldo, yes. Messi, whatever. Ronaldo just broke the record, didn't he? With like some kind yeah, of he's 100, number one. <laughs> 100, 200 million followers or something. But I started looking at it. I'm like, okay, soccer starting <clears throat> to gain traction. ESPN is starting to pay attention, which matters. When they start telling you as a consumer, this sport matters, you start watching it. 100%. And I like the idea of, of having both. Like you feel like you're kind of controlling like the the highest end of the Pele market. Um, you know, it's a story that kind of needs to be told. You're like, what? All right. Pretty cool. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I think it's going to be pretty neat. Um, all right. Let's uh, put a bow on this thing, Ivan. We've got some winners now. To be, before we get there, um, we need to do some housekeeping. And so when you hear your name, if and when you hear your name called, you're going to do a few things for us. You're going to email the show at the website. So it's gogtslive at gogts.net. GoGTSLive at GoGTS.net. So that I can get you everything and get this done quickly, I need your name, your mailing address, your Twitter handle, and what you won. Those four pieces of criteria. Um, got a lot going on this weekend. Might be a slight delay in getting stuff out. Probably Tuesday morning stuff will go out, to be honest with you guys. Um God forbid you have to wait an extra day for your free cards. <laughs> we we thank you, Rob. I don't think I, I I very rarely have ever seen complaints even happen, so I, I doubt that'll be an issue. But still, good to know. Just give Rob a little grace as he's working to pack stuff up, and hopefully we'll have even more stuff next week. Um, you know, an even heavier heavier load to share and rip. Uh, even though today was pretty freaking fun with all those products. So. That said, let's start uh, letting the people know that they won what they won. So first off, we've got all the hits from our Star Wars Galaxy box. So you're getting um, the autograph as well as the numbered refractor, as well as that cool Mandalorian insert. Absolutely love that. I hope that you're a Star Wars fan too. M. Balsley, congratulations. You won the Star Wars Galaxy packet m balsley and i know that you watch the show so i know you're going to email properly to claim to your to win uh next up the kathleen baker relic from the u.s paralympic hopefuls 
uh, Olympic and Paralympic hopefuls. That is going to Ziggy's Breaks. Congratulations, Ziggy's Breaks. You won the Kathleen Baker relic, the Matt Grievers relic, which is uh, event worn, uh, or actually, well, what do you say there? Competition worn? Because obviously, event worn means different things in other sports, but Olympics are an event. Performance worn? Well, I mean, swim, I gotta go to, if you want me to go to the fine print, it How actually wet is says it, Bob? How wet the is memorabilia it? contained on this card is not from any specific game event or season. But does, on the front, does it say like game worn or what does it say? Player worn? Nothing. Oh, okay. Team well, then we don't USA memorabilia card. But, but it was, I can tell when you feel this, this is a swim cap. Yeah. How wet is it? That's the question. It's not that wet. Okay. Well, we're not going to play with your card, but cow bullies, you can play with that card and let us know how wet it is. And it's an awesome looking card, regardless of where exactly it came from. So cow bullies, you won the Mac Grievers relic. Congratulations. And then possibly the hit of the night. That's uh, oh not even gosh, possible. Yeah. It's absolutely the hit of the night. The Alex Morgan autograph number to 25. He's going Anybody to know what Jersey number she wears. <sighs> We don't have a drum roll, so we have a jersey check. That works. Uh, Alex, Morgan, jersey. I want to say 10 off the top of my head. Uh, and I would be very impressed if I got that right. This is I did number not. to seven. Ah, Thanks, James. Seven. 13. Yeah, I see that. Uh, I see. Got it. Uh, anyways, well, zero complaints from Hobo Matt. Congratulations, Hobo Matt. Hopefully you can put a roof over your head for at least one night. Get it? Get it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, the audience is tired. I'm tired. And the audience is you and James. So um, <laughs> that said, congratulations, Hobo Matt. But hey, we aren't done. We've got four more great giveaways to do. Starting off with from the Tops Pro Debut box break, we've got the Isaiah Green base autograph plus some extra goodies. That's going to Cards OS. Congratulations, Cards OS. Then the Cade Cavelli autograph is going to Dalton B52724702. Man, that's a lot of numbers, Dalton. Dalton B, you won the Cade Cavelli autograph. And then finally, rounding it out with the history cards, we've got the no, George. No, 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 Tops Chrome Baseball. Tops Chrome Baseball. Tops Chrome Baseball. Tops. Two autos, a Glaber Torres, number to 75, and a reverse. Or... How did that get? How did that get copied over in my chart? I do all this work for a chart, and then that happens. It's going to take right. two two seconds. Um, here's the beautiful four-card prize pack we'll be sending out to one lucky winner. That's why we always draw extras. We do. Still this was this literally the first time in years that I have not copied all the extras <laughs> to the charts. I had to go back to the original to grab the first extra. So thank you. Sorry for having to log in and navigate. Of course, it happens the first time I don't copy right. them. Into of the course. Um, so the tops Chrome uh, are going to Darren Greitches. Congratulations, Darren. Darren Greitches. Greitches. Uh, you won the tops Chrome. All four hits from that box, including the two autographs. Congratulations. The George Patton relic from Historic Autographs 1945 is going to at RFOA official. Congratulations, RFOA official. And then the John Coltrane relic is going to 
King NASCAR, Logan Ward. Congratulations on that John Coltrane uh, era relic. Um, so those are some pretty awesome hits. So nine winners tonight. Congratulations, everybody. And we're going to have another packed show for you next week. But don't forget, before our show next week, tune in to Wild Cards with Scott Rogowski. That's right. The network app, N-T-W-R-K. You can download it, network with no vowels. Download the app to watch live on your phone uh, Thursday before our show. I believe he's at 4 o'clock Pacific time. Cool. Also, I wanted to give a shout out to everybody that I was engaging with. I was having a fun conversation on Twitter, Ivan. I played the game. One of my favorite games is what else do you collect? And so I went first and uh, then some other people have jumped on. That's been awesome. I'm going to get back on that um, once we sign off here. Uh, Thank you uh, to Scott Rogowski for joining us. Thanks to Emily Kless for providing uh, all of the prizing for tonight. Thanks to Kevin Hefner for a special look at historic autographs, 1945, the end of World War II. And to James Gale behind the scene, making us look good, run everything so smoothly. We're going to be back next week with a brand new episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show. In the meantime, you know what to be doing. Always be collecting. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Enjoy your time off. See you next week. Good night. Mm-hmm.